Last time on crudely drawn swords. We've been really lucky that they've taken us on board, but we're blatantly getting set up here. I do agree with that. I've got this mirror. Why don't we ask it a question when we're far away from their ears, none of them can hear, and let's just see who set us up. The mirror starts to glow. It says, The one who seeks you can be named. Of course I'll say who is to blame. When you reach the blue city, seek out warehouse 23. Around the side, ascend the stair. You'll find the answers there. And it starts to shiver in your hand. And it starts to go, Death is coming. Death is due. Death is hunting. Death seeks you. Death. Death. Fuck! Fuck! Shut it down. Switch it off. Bad, we turn it off. I can't. Give it to me. I'm going to stick it down the front of my trousers. I mean, I don't ever want it back if you do that. I can look like someone else. I can make one person invisible. Enigma's pretty good at being sneaky. So I can make someone else invisible. As in one of you two, and then we only need to disguise one of you. Perhaps counterintuitively, I am going to suggest that you make Tristan invisible if we're going to make any of us invisible, because I can speak the language. I'll cast invisibility on Tristan. Tristan, so you're clear, if you attack anyone or do any hostile actions, you're going to become visible, okay? Okay, I'm going to start stripping off. No, you don't need to, <laughs> your clothes get invisible too. It's too late. Yeah, I'd like red, red dye, please, my hair. I want to be strawberry blonde. Haven't we just, you know, destroyed the point of dyeing his hair? Yeah, we've gone from blonde to slightly different blonde. Should we not? Now he's more obvious. Well, I, th- I think it looks good. <laughs> Percy, it's not about looking... I mean, yeah. you look lovely, but... That, thanks, Bambi. That's really kind of you. So the broom crackles itself down and twists and bends and turns into a walking stick. And Bambi becomes more haunched over and his features kind of puff out a little and become more wrinkled and he just looks like a sweet, endearing old man. So you come to this big warehouse, it's quite busy, it's got big open doors on the side, and there's a lot of steam and the smell of dye works, which smell quite potent, generally. But then, as you go along the side, you come to an alleyway between that and next warehouse, and there, there are some stairs, some wooden steps, leading up to a door. I'd like to scamper underneath the uh, the workings of the city. To be clear, you're just doing your own stuff now. I'm just doing my own thing. I'm scouting out the joint. Hey, everybody, ready? You've, you've built this up now. It's just knocking on the door. No one answers. Oh, for Christ's sake, Percy, kick it in. Percy, kick it in. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Huh? It's not locked. So it just, like, flies open straight away and, like, slams left and right. That feels like I could have just used my hand to open it. Apple seller, come down! Sweet, sweet apples! At the other end of the hallway, there is a stairway leading up to a trapdoor that looks like it probably leads onto the roof. And there is a single doorway on the left. Okay, I'm gonna do some paperwork. Give me a discern realities. <laughs> Four. That's good. Nice. Strong will. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> you have an extra question you get on that that I think you get even if you fail, don't you? Has there ever been fire here in this office, Ben? Yes, there's a fire over there. No. I can see it. No. <laughs> Bambri doesn't fail Bambri, to see the, the fire in front of him, but does. The... No. The answer is no. There's never been any fire here. There is no fire in that room.
the room starts to get very cold. The fireplace slowly vanishes. The lanterns turn pale. The back wall fades to nothing and the whole room is suddenly much darker. And at one side of it, behind where the far wall has vanished, there is now a chair. And in the chair sits a single figure swathed in furs, sat like a king on some enshadowed throne. He has a hand on each of the chair's arms. He has very broad shoulders and he has a hood, but you can see eyes beneath that hood glowing with a pale fire. Um, you want some apples? <laughs> it says, so good of you to come. You are truly well. Percy! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, hello there, um, strange figure. Sat on a throne. He says, I am honoured to meet you. I am Death. I've been waiting for you. Oh, you're Death. And when you introduce yourself, do you tend to do that over and over for maybe a day or two? <laughs> I needed you to come to visit me. Well, we are here. Um, did, why did you need us to come to visit you? Because you have something that belongs to my employer. Holy crap, we were right. It's Enigma. And because you have drawn my attention, Master Clan. I mean, that, that could be one of a number of things, so maybe spell it out. <laughs> he stands up. He says, you have the sword, Kalanor. Ah, uh, um. That one. I do have that. I, I do have that, yes. And also, <laughs> you killed my brother. How did you recognise me, by the way? Because I dyed my hair for this. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was pretty good. He, like, steps a little closer and goes, I know. I watched you dye your hair. <laughs> it was... There's oh, one thing death does. He always sees you die. <laughs> Oh, was... Lucy's gonna laugh and <laughs> take my choky coffee laugh there. <laughs> oh, that was painful. <laughs> I have seen a lot of your work. Mm. You might say I've reflected on it. Mm. And he produces oh. from his coat a small fragment of mirror that looks very familiar, Bambury. I mean, that looks very familiar. Bambury's gonna pull the mirror out. Is the mirror broken? Is there a bit of it missing? When the moment you do, they both start to glow. Oh, how did I not notice that previously? And the mirror starts shouting, Death, death. He gives a little bow. Yeah, no thanks for that. Really, really good intel. I'm going to yeah. burst in the room and be like, You saw my penis. That wasn't intended for you. <laughs> Wait, is that an aggressive move? Uh, fuck it. Yeah. I kick out and I'm standing there butt naked. <laughs> this was never for your eyes. And I point and just whip my trousers off. You're invisible, aren't you? <laughs> and it still isn't. Not anymore. Surprise, bitches. Wang attack. <laughs> I'm just going to stand there. Okay. Death Arsene stands before you. Death the Hunter. <gasps> oh my God. I've just realised who that is. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, so this is... So you are, you are connected to the... Um, the guy from the boat, right? The captain's brother. He says, you killed my brother. Oh, we're fucked. Guy from the boat. Yeah, the, the captain. captain. It's captain the captain's Arsene. brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did talk about it. You know, the the nasty brother. Percy <laughs> fed him to a shark. I did no such thing. Pretty glad I'm underneath the city. He says, 
My brother was a very weak man. Oh, was he? Very well, I mean, tiresome. He seemed kind of strong. We all stood. He was always oh. intellectualizing. He never realized that the true joy in life Fuck. is just to destroy. Hmm. Just to dismantle. That is all we truly need. Hmm. All this forming thought shapes around it, it is nothing. It is unimportant. But you, Master Cleft, mm -hmm. have brought me a sword that will win me great renown, and I am very grateful. Uh, you're welcome. I, I, I've I, got somewhere else to be, actually, so it's been very nice to meet he said, you. He said, Did you set us up? It seems weird that you'd set us up. Why is it weird that I'd set you up? Well, how did you know we were here? Well, he has a bit of your mirror, dickhead. Yeah. How did you get a bit of my mirror, <laughs> dickhead? I, I, I agree with Tristan on that front. I mean, that's obvious, right? I'm still invisible. <laughs> At some point, I was going to drop out and be like, surprise, bitches. But now I'm thinking, I'm just going to hide and say invisible. No witty one-lines. This guy's fucking hard. I have watched your progress with interest since I was asked to capture you. It has been most informative. You are interesting people. I would like to say it would be interesting to speak with you more. But honestly, you, you can give me the sword or I can kill you and take the sword. Those are the options we have now, Master Cleft. You can't fight us right now, Enigma's not here. I'm going to shout, you can't fight what you can't see. He reaches out his hand and a bone-tipped <gasps> spear flies into it from the corner of the room. And the spear has gleaming runes shining up the up its point. You were going to say shaft. <laughs> no, I you wasn't You changed your that. mind. I, I could have said head. That would also have been, that would be more accurate. It has gleaming runes on its barbed head. I'm curious, there is clearly some kind of um, plot or ploy that involves uh, the um, the die stone of the, the Red House. Am I to understand that you have some something to do with that? Trivial, trivial. That was just a ruse to give us a place in the city, and if it unsettled you, then all to the better. You see, the thing that it I find interesting is me that the... From the discussions that have that we've had along the way, the the red die stone seems to be a very powerful item within itself. The and the, the sword of Kalanoi is is clearly a powerful item. Why do you view this red die stone as as trivial? It matters to them. It has no place in the plans of the cold mind, and it is his will alone that I follow. So this this sword of Kalanoia, this this cold sword, this matters specifically to you. You have some sort of agenda that's tied up with that sword. I thought you were in this to, I don't know, seek some sort of justice or vengeance for your brother, but it's not, is it? It's for something else. I get to mix vengeance business with, with pleasure. Work. It is a perfect <laughs> combination. For me, there are no downsides. Ben, yes. whilst he is grandstanding and talking with Percy, I'm going to drop my spells, which means yes. Tristan becomes visible and I no longer look like an old man. Yep. I'm going to trust, uh, sorry, cast True Sight to try and um, get the one up and see basically what he's got that's going to help Percy out in 30 seconds when this is going to... Okay, cool. I like to think that when the invisibility drops, I'm just about to stab him with my dagger <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm... thanks, Burnbury. <laughs> I've stopped to pet okay. a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enigma, one of the lizards now has actually found a stick that is wedged between a rock and a piece of leaf. 
Okay, back to the main story. Man, Thanks, I, Ben. I, I, really, I, really good three hours of recording for me. I've had like two lines. I've seen a lizard scrapping and made good. some dice rolls that have been completely irrelevant now. Oh, I didn't roll to see if I could catch a lizard. I didn't want to catch a lizard, but you know. Give it time. Big picture, Ali. Big, Big picture. picture. Yeah. Um, you got yeah, a monitor so. lizard gag, and that was a pretty strong one. Be <laughs> yeah. happy. Ah, that's all I needed. But it's pretty... Uh, I, oh, I don't know. I was going to try and make some kind of red, blue, green comment about say, a monitor uh, or something. Yeah, it was a bit yeah, too you, convoluted. I'll be honest. I was going to say, me. are you Googling names of lizards now? To... No, it's because it's the monitor, you see? And monitors are made okay. up of red, blue and green. That would have been and, good. And, like, it's a dye thing and colours and shit. Yeah, yeah. We get it. For Christ's good. sake, Enigma, we're trying to kill a baddie here. Stop Yeah, but Enigma's, Enigma's a lot calmer. She's more like a chameleon. <laughs> and, uh, I come and go. And that's, yeah. <laughs> anyway, as I was going to say, I, I need to get going on this because I did say I'd drink shots for everyone I sent through the Black Gate. Jesus. So Bambri casts True Sight, and as he does it, he's going to slowly lower himself behind this desk. Like a brave little boy. Yeah, okay, cool. The desk was not illusory, so that makes sense. But does so his brother had a cloak on him that made him immune to magic. Yes. Um, does this guy seem to have something the equivalent? Oh, definitely not. You can't tell because there is so much ice magic around him that it's like staring at the sun. Right. So you, you know the sun's not made of ice, Ben. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Have you been there? <laughs> so yeah, it's just like. It's such a powerful blaze of ice magic, it's hard to make out details, except you definitely know there's a lot of magic here. And also, it's bound into the walls and the floor, both here and in the hallway. Hmm. There is ice magic bound into the walls, and you cannot reach any fire from here. Okay. Percy, we Percy, we probably don't want to fight him here. It's on home turf. His home turf. Very well. Bambri, I don't think we have a lot of options here, I'm afraid. Yeah, we do. Watch this. I just turn around and cheese it. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stand there going, well, um, this isn't my fight, so uh, see you, fella. See you, fella. So Percy turns and Death just hefts the spear and throws it. Fucking hell. And as he throws it, you see it split into like three shards of ice, which all home in oh. on Percy. Oh, that's fine. What do you do, Percy? (laughs) 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 Well, there's three of us and two of us are squishy, so yeah, you know. I'm going to stand there nonchalantly while Percy gets impaled (laughs) thricely. What do you do about these incoming spears, Percy? Um, I am going to uh, try to roll out the way of them. Okay, yeah, so give me me a dex and make it good. That's good. That is good enough. So, so do, do you reckon Percy like rolls just out the door? I, I would hope so. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you roll out the door and there are just shattering ice. Are you going back towards the door you came in through? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm heading towards the stairs that we came up originally. Yeah. Okay. So whatever takes me in that direction. As you go towards that, hmm. like a portcullis drops across it, like an iron gate. Well, you are full of surprises, aren't you? Death, if that is your real name. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you it's Colin. Yeah. 
I'm the Lord of Death. You hear from the other room, our parents were a little quirky. And then the spear is back in his hand. You can't see this person, you're just in the corridor. Banbury and Tristan, the spear is back in his hand. He just turns to Tristan, looks him up and down. And Tristan, he just looks at you and you start to freeze. Uh, what? In his eyesight, you feel ice starting to coat your naked skin. I'm not sure how naked I was. I think I'm at least shirtless. <laughs> no, no, I went pantless. I'm not sure a jumper's going to help you. I don't think it's that kind of cold. You were talking about going naked and invisible, and you are yeah, now visible okay, and naked, naked, apparently. And now it's getting... Yeah, I've got my bow and my yeah, guitar. Yeah, but just not clothes well, my, or armour. Uh, I guess as it's freezing up from my feet yeah. and starting to consume me, I'm going to be like... Okay, Tristan, this is what you've trained for. And I'm going to shake my shoulder and my guitar spins into my hand. Yeah. And I'm going to like, okay, and I'm going to really tap into, I'm going to see if I can actually use this magic that I've recently learned to help me. Okay, give, give, me, that, give me that charisma. Come on, Tristan. This is the one time you've been to the Black Gate before you don't want to go again. Here we go. Now... We know that if anyone can roll a shit dice, it's that me. is a fact. That is a dice of shit. <laughs> you got to make it out of something. While Stu's doing this roll, Ben, is there any way we can send out the uh, the bat signal for Enigma because she's our DPS? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what DPS means. Oh, well, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Yeah, so that's an intermediate success. The effect. I'll I'll halt it. I think. The ice sort of stops at my knees and I'm like, oh, just strumming away. It just grazes the bottom of your nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's just cold enough to make everything shrink to an extreme extent. Yeah, and I'm like, it's cold. <laughs> no, don't look at me. I'm hideous. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to start channeling into the music and I'm going to start just halting the ice as best I can and I'm going to try and start sending out warming vibes. Unfortunately, I don't get it on that roll, but... Okay. No, well, what happens is you start getting into the music of the ice. Ooh. So, Banbury, how would you go about contacting Enigma? Help, Enigma, help! We're stuck, help I mean, us! We're, like, we're all outside in the alley and she decided just to sod off and we didn't notice because yeah. it's Enigma and she just disappears. I thought that was a thing. I was just scouting. How far away, realistically, could she be? Probably about half a mile. Oh, yeah, it's Enigma. She's quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're not going to contact her. We've got no sensible way of... We'll just shout. You don't know. Half a mile? You don't know she's half a mile, but she could have covered half a mile. Did we see her go into it? No, we didn't see her disappear. Um, I'll, I'll scream whilst also casting a spell. So I'll scream, cast a spell, scream, tell okay, cool. my spell to do something specific and then scream. Okay, cool. Give That'll be my turn. Give me your spell. Maybe she'll hear the magic, the music. Okay, so I'm going to cast Unseen Servant. Yeah. Um, so can't remember if I've cast this before or described it, but Banbury summons a little um, gnome-like creature with a top hat, but it's kind of it's really kind of translucent. You, you can just about see it if you stare, but um, his name's Janome. He's a lovely little um, gnome. He's got one buck tooth. Uh, and I'm going to tell him to go and get me a hair or a skin follicle or something from death. Just climb up the chair and grab some hair and bring it back so I can curse him. And in between doing that, I'm going to yell, Enigma, come and save us. <laughs> yes, so... And I rolled a seven. Oh, God. Okay, good. So what's, what's the... You get a toenail. 
I'm going to forget the spell because, frankly, I'm not going to need to cast Unseen Servant twice in there. Yeah, of course, the shout really gets his attention. I'm behind the desk. Yes. And not looking at him. The spear is back in his hand somehow, and he just stabs it through the desk. Oh, I thought you were say through Banbury. I don't know. We'll see what happens to Banbury. So you just hear this thunderous sound. You have a moment to react. How do you react? Uh, Banbury is going to duck and roll. Okay, well, well, and that is a dex roll. 12. So Banbury's going to roll from one side of the, yep. the desk and um, through the partition bit to the other bit and lean up against that. Okay, yeah, so that's cool. And say a lot of swears that I'm not going to say because you'll edit them out. I won't. All right. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and like as Banbury's rolling, it's not just one stab, it's this uh, spear comes through like a sewing machine needle and like just Banbury manages to wiggle past it each time. Percy, hmm. that door was locked. Um, I guess I'm going to turn around and face death. <laughs> face death. <laughs> okay, so you get back into the room and he's just stabbing at Banbury. Tristan is... Singing a little song in the corner. Perhaps she's playing Losing My Religion. <laughs> it's like, that's me in the corner. <laughs> death is stabbing down through the desk at Banbury. I'm going to call out to Death. So you've honestly spent all of this time watching us. That's so very tragic. It was the work I was called to do. The cold mind demands, and those who serve follow his will. I can't imagine any other reason for anyone wanting to follow your adventures. His will? You sure about that, mate? Bang! The spear comes through the desk right by you. <laughs> like, like he gets a bead on where your head is and it's right by your ear. And then he turns the spear and turns towards Percy and just throws it again. And again, there's the spear and these two shards of ice on each side that all come homing in, Percy. What do you do? Okay. Percy, use the sword! I am going to pull out the sword... Yep. Um, now there's a move that's connected to the sword, which I'm going to use. Okay, cool. I don't think I've used it before, actually. I pulled out the sword earlier. It didn't <laughs> help. It just, the cold really made it less impressive. So I guess what's going to happen is he's charging these spear things at me. I'm just yep. going to try and sort of power through those yep. towards him. Um, and yeah, I'm pulling the sword out of the, um, the scabbard. That it, that's okay, cool. being used to conceal it um, at the moment, which we picked up from the previous, uh, from the temple back uh, a long time ago. And I am going to attempt to stab him in the throat. Okay, sweet. Um, and Classic move. If that, is, if that is successful, then what I'm going to attempt to do is summon the power that's within the sword to... Um, fill his earways and nose and mouth and throat with ice and okay. suffocate him. Well, let's let's start with spewing ice. Let's start a with hack and slash. Yeah. To get that sword in position. Cool. So an intermediate success. You exchange damage. So, roll your damage. <laughs> nice. 8 damage. That is a lot of damage. Okay, and roll yourself a d10. Plus two. It's a death roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you take seven damage mm -hmm. and the spear flings you back against the wall. Okay. Um, Armour-wise, I guess I'm just wearing robes at this point. 
So if you had armor on under your robes, by all means have it. Okay, fine. I, I'm easy underway. So I have. We were going into a dangerous situation. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you probably no, would. No, me neither. So I have four armor whilst I'm on a quest. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so which I guess applies to this. Is yep. that correct? Or yeah. The only thing is, do you have your shield? If one of them comes from your shield, I would have five armor if I did not. Okay. If I had a shield, okay, cool. I don't. So I'm assuming that I only have four. Yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. All right. So so this like pushes you back across the room, but you do get that cut in. And as okay. your sword strikes him, it envelops him in like a shell of ice, or possibly a shell of ice forms around him and the sword meets it. Hmm. You can't tell. Okay. Um, so... Do I need to make that roll for the swords, for activating the sword? No, because you're out of reach of him now, because you've been okay, thrown fine. back by the spear. So you're you're not in reach. And the ice that came from the sword sort of retracts. Okay. But he has a fine coating, like a fine freezing layer on his body. And he starts to hum, a low hum. And you feel the sword in your hand respond to it. Uh-uh. Tristan, how's your song going? Yeah, it's good. I'm going to change it now. Yeah, though. change it up. I'm going to try and to interrupt this hum. I'm going to try and start pick up on the note, and I'm going to try and twist it and turn it against him. Okay, that sounds pretty rad. Yeah, so it's just basically a flat dice roll. <laughs> just straight up charisma, I think. Yeah. Well, if it works, I'll describe it more. When it doesn't, I won't. <laughs> uh, as he starts to hum, I'm like... Tristan starts huh? to melt. <laughs> starts to try and interrupt the hum. Fuck's sake. But the hum is stronger than Tristan. Yeah, this time. And he starts enhancing it instead. Oh, God. It starts to get stronger. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. And the ice layer begins to coat his whole body. The, not mine, Death's. Death's whole body. So he has like a shell of crystalline ice over his body. Come on, Death. You can do it. <laughs> Come on, Death. There's nothing to it. <laughs> Death's like, Tristan, I, value, I see your value now. <laughs> I know where yeah, this is going. You wiggly traitor. <laughs> hey, I don't know what you're talking about. That's Turns out... The worm was Tristan's wang all along. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me. This was always my plan. I just needed him to take his trousers off. Now I'm free to do everything. Watch me strum this guitar. Prang! <laughs> this might be the best session we've ever recorded. And it just drops off onto the floor, and Tristan's like, No! My most valuable asset. Sorry, Chup, I've got things to do. I got places to go. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. I was wasted on you anyway. I'm the real star. I'm the real MVP here. Oh, little wiggly worm. All those people that have bought that t shirt now, the millions. Yeah. It's going to mean different we things. We need to edit it. Wait, I'm just going to edit my version so it's just a big old wang. <laughs> you're just a big old wang. So, Banbury, your unseen servant is trying to do its work. Um, so, is the unseen servant, like, visible to you? Yeah, he's visible to me, and 
vaguely, vaguely translucent to everyone else. Yeah, okay, cool. So to me, it's just this little gnome with a buck tooth uh, and a big red hat. Yeah, so when you look out, if so, I don't know, you're under this desk, you're just staying there. Uh, no, I'm going to move. I'm much nearer to death than I realised, and I don't want to be close to death. So uh, there's this big epic fight going on, and Banbury's just like on his hands and knees, just <laughs> shuffling in the background in a very uncouth, unglamorous manner, trying to get as far away as possible. Okay, cool. That sounds pretty good. Is my unseen servant doing what I asked it to do, Ben, or are we just skipping past that? As you go past, you can see he's like scrabbling at the ice on Death's leg and just trying to pick at it, but he can't really get any purchase because it's ice. Right. <laughs> he's trying, though. He's really trying. He could climb up the desk. He's not, like, gnomes aren't, like, yeah. I'll indicate the desk for him. He can, like, get on the desk and then run and jump at death. And, okay, like, just so... little clawed hands, gnomishly trying to climb up death's arm and gum, mainly gum and one buck tooth. <laughs> kind of... And just take a swab. Yeah, take a swab. Exactly. So, as you're creeping by, you can see him, like, clamber up the desk and then just, like, run off and jump onto death's arm and then sliding down the ice on his arm, scrabbling away, trying to chip some off. Percy, Mm. you've been flung back against the wall Mm -hmm. and the sword in your hand is buzzing with the hum from Death Arsene and Tristan Wilde, working in collaboration, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) He was always going to turn. I think we all knew that. (laughs) The worm has turned. And you see Death, like, shake his arm for some reason, and then he like reaches towards you and his spear's back in his hand, and he starts just stepping in to approach you. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to sheathe the sword yep. then in the hope that maybe the uh, the scabbard that was forged by the um, priest of Meropi yep. um, might have some effect on whatever's going on with the humming. Yeah, okay. So he's stepping in with the spear. Yes. The... Um, the room that we're in, the, the walls, are they all like the same sort of construction as the previous place that we were at? Are they all like paper walls? No, these are wooden walls. Oh, okay. This is like made of boards. It's more like a big wooden warehouse, fairly crude but solidly constructed. But also, well, you don't know that. Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to grab hold of his spear and attempt to jab him with it. So... As he comes in, you're going to grab on it. Give me a dex roll to see if this works. Let's see. Oh, I need to do something other than dex every time. If this works, you're in a good place for... Yeah, and if it doesn't? <laughs> what happens if it doesn't? <laughs> you're in a good place to mark experience in that circumstance. Yeah, so you get your hands on the spear and he has it in both hands. He just reaches down with his right hand and grabs at the sword in your scabbard and starts to draw it. Little bastard. (laughs) 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 And as it begins to draw, you feel that humming get louder. Oh dear. Banbury, basically the problem that you're getting is that he's coated in ice right now and so fibres and hairs are hard to come by and although... Genome? Was it genome? It is genome. Genome, the genome. <laughs> the genome, the Banbury Genome Project <laughs> is trying to get in there 
There isn't a thing that he can easily grab. To curse him, I really need a bit of his effectively something a DNA based. So, so that's why you sent the genome, of course. So Bambrew will give up on attempting to curse him short term. I mean, genome yeah, will yeah. carry on with his futile efforts, but... Why doesn't he have a little pocket knife? Who, genome? Yeah. He, I mean, he's got a tooth. <laughs> oh, okay. He's got little clawy hands and a tooth, like any gnome. Like, he doesn't need a pocket knife. He is a knife. He's a gnome knife. Right. Has Bambrew made it clear that he's trying to get some sort of DNA sample off of off this guy? Oh, I made it clear to Genome. But <laughs> yeah, like last okay. time, so, I, like, when so you fought his brother, I made it clear I wanted you to take that guy's jumper off. That was he. <laughs> and we had a bad fight. So it's fine. I just thought you were being weird though. <laughs> <laughs> Bambrew Bambi will join the fight in a different way, having scrambled back into a corner. Yeah. He'll just let loose some black magic. Okay. So one of the things I can do with black magic is use it to... Um, what is the actual terminology? So I'm raising this right. Uh, debilitating. So one of the things I can add to it is yep. debilitating. Now that only does half damage, but it does weaken the person. So you can add, like, uh, you can make the black magic kind of form chains around their arms, or you can uh, you can put it around their eyes um, to try and blind them or something yep. like that. Um, it's up to, obviously, you as the GM to, to see how powerful it is. But Bambrew will cast some black magic at death in the hope of saving his uh, his father figure who's being attacked. Yep. So. That's pretty cool. 13. So full success. That, that's a decent roll. Um, is, uh, is death covered in armor? He's covered by a layer of ice which acts as armor, yes. So I'm going to include ignores armor as one of the tags. That's a very good idea. And debilitating. And I can pick three messy because it adds 1d8 so I'm only doing half damage so rather than 2d8 yep. I'd just do 1d8 so yep that seems to make sense yes it does um, so I will do that there we go brilliant so uh, Banbury does a d8 damage having only done half damage um, so he does three yep. brilliant points of black magic um, piercing through the armour of death yep. uh, but he does it in a debilitating manner so I'm going to try cool. and um, tie up one of his hands, whichever his primary hand, I'm going to have the black magic form uh, around it and kind of clench it into a fist. So he's going to struggle to actually be able to open his hand to use the spear. Well, his leading hand is currently clenched around the hilt of Percy's sword. Mm, okay, so... You might want his other hand, <laughs> if I'm honest. Okay, well, I'll have to do the other hand. <laughs> yeah. um, or, no, I do it around his throat. I do it around his throat and make it so he effectively will hopefully have to give up and try and rip the black magic tape from around his throat so he can breathe. So he can pick to breathe or to grab that sword. Okay. Or something less powerful, as you dictate. That's pretty, pretty cool. Percy, just for a moment, he pauses and he, you see Bambri's traditional black magic tape go straight through the ice around him and start to wrap around his neck and he pauses for a moment and kind of glances down at Banbury. What do you do? Um, I think I put my hand on the hilt of the sword, push it back in the scabbard and then punch him in the face. Yeah, and his hand's still on it, so you're going to have to do something to get him to let go, if you see what I mean. Oh, I see. Right, OK. Um, punch him in the face. Kick him in the nuts. Yeah, I'll punch him in the face. OK, cool. <laughs> you should have grabbed him by the balls. Grabbed death by the balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit crab claw there. Yarr. 
<laughs> okay, give me that hack and slash. This is playing to Percy's strengths. Yeah, it is. I hope. No, that's playing to Percy's strengths. That's a yeah. full success. So roll your damage. I remember we never use this roll, but there is always the opportunity to extend yourself and cause an extra d6 damage on hack and slash if you get a full success. And what does that do? Uh, it exposes you to their damage. No. So it's just it's just a th just nah, a thought. I'm fine. So Percy's fist comes in, good, and it's just a really good punch, and it smashes a lot of the ice around him. In fact, what it does, it smashes all the ice around his head, and he slightly leans back, and his hand is off the sword hilt, as so you're able to grab it back. And with that empty hand, he kind of claws away the tape that was round his neck. And it just shrivels and freezes in his hand. Tristan, the humming has calmed slightly, so you might have an opportunity to get in on this action. Right, well, this is it. Um, it's time to use my stop, collaborate and listen ability. So here we go. Okay, so this, what exactly does this do? Have we encoded it? Uh... Shall I roll and then decide? Because the idea is that basically, if I roll badly, it will effectively draw their attention. If I roll intermediate, they might consider what I'm saying. They might not. So the goal of the move is when you... And this is a performance or a speech? It's going to be a little bit of a speech. Yeah, okay, so... And what's the goal of the speech? To persuade someone to... Yeah, it's either going to persuade them, stop them temporarily, hopefully giving the guys... So an intermediate success would maybe give us a bit of an advantage. It will sort of halt them while they consider it. Um, depending on how you feel the speech goes, the success might actually make them go... I, I don't think this is going to work mm. here. What about a um, deliver a one-word instruction? Like halt or follow. No, because I whatever. like it to be a bit more like a, a role play thing. Yeah, I, I I get what you're getting at. I think once it's kicked off, it might be too late for stop, collaborate, or listen. Well, that's it. It might be. It depends on the power of the speech and the points raised in a way. Because it's kind of got to punching and blades by this point. Yeah, but my and you can't really fit in a tight five at that point. No, my cards are mediator effectively try and stop unnecessary death right yeah and he is unnecessary death he's very extra yeah so he's totally unnecessary well we'll we'll decide because i kind of yeah i don't not in an overpowered way but you know i want to give well it's a high it's a high level spell it should be the idea is that the spell is like kind of even when it has kicked off there's still a chance to kind of say you know stop just 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 wait just stop just just consider what's happening here okay so it might be nothing it might just come let's just roll the dice and see let's give yeah, give me a charisma roll and let's see where we go yes so that's uh 12 so that's a good roll so i kind of like the idea and whether i can get this speech correctly is that tristan's just like ah oh, fuck this and i'm like Bam! Just whacks out a massive chord that just kind of wang. It's like a, a thunder strike echoes around the room. Yeah, and it just draws all the attention. And Tristan's like, "Stop! 
You are a puppet. You are fighting. Your brother fought and died for himself. You are a tool of Alumbriar. Your brother fought and died for what he believed in. You fight for someone else. You are a toy. You are a pawn. You offer nothing of yourself. When you say Alumbriar, he laughs. Uh-oh. Oh. And he steps back from Percy and turns his attention on you. And he says, Ulumbriar. Ulumbriar is no more than a well from which we draw water. It is nothing unimportant. Then who? Who do you work for? Who who pulls your strings, puppet man? <laughs> <laughs> he seems to genuinely like that. He's like, oh, that's good. He says, well... You seem to be drawing on my strings now, and he swings the spear round at your head. Oh, fuck it, I'll duck. In fact, I'm going to just kind of sidestep nonchalantly. Yeah. Your spear doesn't scare me, man of clay. So easily moulded by powers you couldn't possibly comprehend. I comprehend them very well. Comprehend this, dick stain, and I'm going to flip him the bird. <laughs> Bambri, Bam. there's a ten, Tristan, a dexterous ten. Bambri, Tristan is doing some serious bird work. He's briefly got the attention of death. And I've dodged out the way and flipped him the bird. I have earned Bambri's respect, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to resolve every bond that I've heard of. I'd like to think I've shaken, at least with a, a twelve and a ten, I've shaken off the ice magic completely now. Yeah, the ice magic is kind of shattered. Also, when his attention left you... I'm like... You have no power over me. Huh? huh? <laughs> if you need us. Yeah. You have no power over me. I'm going to do it more realisation <laughs> than that. He says, do you want me to start humming again? Hum all you like, dirt soldier. <laughs> I don't know where I'll go with these insults. It's like... <laughs> I have had half a bottle of Tawny. I want to edit a much better speech in later, but yeah. Too late. Hum. Hum, you son of a bitch. I'll out-hum you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so while he's distracted by Tristan, let's cut to Enigma. So you're under... (laughs) (laughs) There's a really big rock and the wheel is almost going to hit it. (laughs) Oh, my God! But it doesn't. Okay, Tristan. (laughs) If where it just flashed up is where I am, I was aiming for where the red one is because my plan... Yeah. Is to see if I can just drill little holes underneath and have a little poke in. <laughs> <laughs> have a little look around. I'm basically, you know, seeing if I could sneak it in. I don't know how big this rock is, but if I could make a hole, sneak it in. Okay, you start exploring around under this wagon. And this one's quite fancy. So actually, the underside is also nicely put together. It's solidly built and well-made. You're pretty sure that the front part of the wagon is where it will be stored because the big hall is at the back, so it's likely to be at the front. Okay. So you're under this wagon. Are you, like, clinging on to, like, the frame underneath and stuff? Yes. You have this big front axle. In fact, there are two wheels in the centre, two wheels at the outside, and so you're on one of the axles between them. Okay. Or you could be, or you could be on some of the other like struts around that part. I assumed I was on the axle. Yeah, okay, cool. I was just going to kind of like, myself a bit, see what I can see, see if I can wait for any ways in. As the axle turns, are you like walking on it, like walking on a barrel? Yes, <laughs> just, I like, am. Just constantly <laughs> walking along. <laughs> that, that's pretty cool. 
So let's see how well this goes. So this is like a tricks of the trade type roll, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So what what do you roll for that? Dex. Is it Dex? Probably. I I, I believe you because I inherently believe you. I mean, you. It, surely it is like it's the yeah, basic the thief, thing. Yeah. The thief is oriented towards it. Yeah. And I, if this counts as the heist, I get plus one. You do. So that gets it to a full success. Yes. All right. You. I use the rules. La 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 la. See that? Oh, you rules. You put a little tiny hole to see what's there. And it's pretty easy to drill. Then hard to drill. You get a little bit of metal come through. Like a thin layer. Okay. I'm going to change to a hammer drill. And your drill finds it a little hard to go through. And then it comes through another bit. And then when you take the drill out, it starts making a kind of whistling sound. The drill makes a whistling sound or the hole? The hole makes a whistling sound. Right. If you put your finger up to it, you can feel that it, like, the air is rushing into it. Okay. Interesting. Made a vacuum. It may have accidentally let some air into a uh, vacuumless area. Uh, (laughs) That should be fine. I don't see how that would go wrong. It's probably fine. I might hurriedly block that up, actually. Could I see anything through the hole? Yeah, it looks completely dark. Okay, well, I'll quickly block that hole up because that's probably quite important. Use the gem. With the gem! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Job done. I, I like the idea that maybe, like, Enigma's just chewing some gum and she just, like, sticks yeah, yeah. it over the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what we can take from that, that is would confirm that they might be using some kind of other store there. Uh, yeah, because we've got the, the kind of wood that takes up space that isn't there. Yes. So you might be coming from into some kind of space that it creates. I might have just broken the time-space continuum is what you're saying with the drill. We don't know. We don't know. Probably it's not that fragile. Otherwise, any time someone cut one of them trees down, it would probably, uh, probably have the same problem. In fact, you you would have established on your travels the reason that this happens is the trees grow very close packed together. And so in order to grow, they just developed in a way that they created their own space. They just go into a different dimension. That's smart like that. Stands to reason. Yeah, if it's possible, evolution will do it. So in a high magic world, I guess evolution does some whack stuff. So what do you do next? Having established that's there. Um, I I think I'm going to see if I can see around the edges just to see where entrances and, and things are as well. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to drill in. Yeah, well... I need to look out for traps and things because I think these are going to be highly, like, kind of trapped and alarmed. What you can do is you can drill a few more holes and get an idea of where it stops. How much chewing gum do I have? Well, that's down to you, you know. I know I trust Enigma. Flashback! To the chewing gum factory. (laughs) (laughs) Flashback to that day that Enigma went round to the magic chocolate factory (laughs) and she was obsessed with chewing gum. That's going to be the best episode ever. Yeah, okay, so so you're able to, like, figure out whereabouts the other stores start. Okay. So you have an idea where you hit that extra space. There are also a few lines running across the bottom that you reckon are part of alarm systems. Okay. What kind of alarm? They, these are like carrying the signal. So you're able to figure out that there's probably alarms triggered by opening the doors, maybe. Right. Um, it, it's that kind of thing. And what I will say is that 
basically, having done this, you can call back to it when we do the heist. Okay, cool. So we can be like, rather than thinking about what exactly you find now, when you go in, you can be like, I found out about alarms, didn't I? Boom. You can work them out. Yeah, we know how that happened. Okay. When I work out where the magic wood is, the other space... Yeah. Is there a pattern to where it's not and where it is? Yeah, it's like the front right corner of the building is the area where it is. Right, so that's probably where it's going to be. Maybe that's where it should go. Yeah, that that is the vault anyway. So if you can find the entrance to that corner, you're in the right direction. All right. Would I be able to get on top of the wagon without being seen? There are people on top of the wagon. I'll not do that then. You, But you could probably sneak past them. Well, it was more so I could do a few more little tests to see if entrances could be done from above in a kind of, you know, Mission Impossible way. Yeah, okay. So what you could tell, seeing it from a distance even, is that there is a roof guard. Okay. So, like, most of these manor wagons do have roof gardens. So there is probably a way you could get from there down. Ah, you see, I'm not sure if I want to get on their turf. (laughs) I'm not a grass. Well, that's exactly it. If they might suspect you're a plant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I could just root around a bit. Exactly. That would be great for Daddy Ghost Pig. That's kind of his whole deal. Right, so Enigma is finding super useful facts that you'll need in future. If you're still alive. Mm. Meanwhile, the other side of town. Meanwhile, on the other side of town. You're confronting death Mm. on the bad side of town. It is literally the bad side of town as opposed Mm. to the relatively good side of town. So it was me doing stuff just before we did the split scene. So um, as Tristan has distracted death, Percy's getting a tiny bit of respite. Uh, Banbury will kick in uh, some more black magic as... He has yet to get any uh, hair strands to try and curse death. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it'll just be an int roll. Wow, that's, that's pretty good. So, 14. Yep. Pretty much maxed out. So, Banbury will curse, uh, sorry, not curse, will cast black magic again. Um, it'll start moving his mouth. No sounds come out, but black magic take uh, crinkly uh, and foil-like shoots out from his fingers. He's going to cast it so it's messy and plus d4 and I should have probably picked something while we had all that other <laughs> stuff going on. And forceful. Okay, um, cool. So <laughs> 2d8 getting a 1 and a 2. Wow. Okay. Uh, add to that the d4 wasn't too... with a 2. You got almost as much off the d4 as you got off 2d8. That's good going. Yeah, so five points of damage, and I forgot to make it ignore armor. Yep. Um, so he probably soaks all that, I imagine. What happens is it actually shatters more of the ice around his body. Okay. So he's now substantially less armored than he was. He glances at you, and then he kind of jabs his spear at Tristan. Percy, he's kind of focused away from you right now. What are you doing? So when we first saw him then, he was of a strange pale complexion with um, glowing green eyes. Is that right? Kind of pale Pale blue blue eyes. eyes. And that glow remains. Um, I am going to perform an impromptu exorcism of him. (laughs) Wow. 
Um, I am going to dip into my adventures pack, uh, and I'm assuming that I've got a, a lantern in there somewhere along the lines. Yes, of course. Um, because obviously I am a, uh, a paladin and priest. Well, I'm your your holy symbol is a lantern, so. and that is that is indeed my holy symbol. Um, so I'm going to get my lantern. I'm going to fill it up with oil, um, spark it up, and jab it towards him, um, chanting an incantation of exorcism, uh, which will go Regna Terre Cantata Deo Salite Kenusos Regna Terre Cantata Deo Salada Salite Awadia Kela Deus Deus Terra. Smash him in the face with that. Man, that's pretty rad. So, is that a spell or a move? Um, I don't have an appropriate spell memorised other than whole person, I suppose. Oh, yeah, go on, I'll work a whole person into it. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking, it's, so if this is, if you're like improvising... It's, it's more of a, if there's an appropriate move, then I'll make it a move, because it, it feels more like something like that. Yeah, it does feel like a move. I was just wondering if there was one that you were using, or if this was just like a plan that you'd come up with. If there's something, if there's a move that basically just disadvantages to them in some way then maybe it's that yeah okay cool but yeah I, I want to, to move him a, a an order of magnitude away from his deity because it seems to me that he's probably connected to Kalanoia or a deity in some way give me that wisdom then this is definitely right in your clerical wisdom space while you're doing that who's Kalanoia? that's the sword yes sorry okay oh the sword of Olenbriar yes and is he saying he's linked to the Sword of Alambriar? I mean, he seems to have skin in that game. He definitely has skin in that game. Interesting. That's why he was chuckling earlier. But when you mentioned Alambriar before, he wasn't impressed. Okay, an intermediate mm. success. So, what's the hard bargain we get here? He's pushed further away from the sword, but Percy's pushed further away from his goddess. Dom, dom, dom. Well, I mean, I am literally lighting up a lantern with oil, so that could kick back in some way. No, I, I think the most interesting thing is this takes you a little time. Okay. You can complete your incantation or you can swing early. If you complete the incantation, you're confident that it will affect his power if it comes from the goddess. But he will stab Tristan. did you recognise me by the way because I dyed my hair for this <laughs> I thought I thought it was pretty good he like steps a little closer and goes it's, it's the blue light it's, it's pretty Hold nice on, let us get the chuckling out of the way and then, <laughs> then we all Give the situation the full gravitas it requires. <coughs> just also, Ben seems to. 
Ben's dropped out, has he? Or no, no I'm here. There. <laughs> okay, let us just have a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that might be the finest of any episode we've ever had. That's the new standard the for Green Girls. That is genius. The long term. <laughs> God, we should spend less time laughing at our own jokes, but they are very good jokes. Oh, hold right. on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the episode <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of season two <laughs> that's the end of <laughs> there's nothing to be said after that um, he said <laughs> ice can make you snow blind yeah but then you don't use the sun the hottest most Anti-ice thing there is. On YouTube, you can find videos where people theorise the sun is actually made of ice. What's that noise? Nothing. Oh, Alison. (laughs) 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 The camera never lies. (laughs) Ali's not in the scene, so his board is now going to watch YouTube Um, for the next 10 minutes. No, it's just going to find a video (laughs) theorising that the sun's made of ice. Okay, cool. (laughs) Thank you, guys. He just hides in the portaloo. <laughs> He's not Chunder. That's I, definitely got to get I'm going to stand there going, <laughs> if you need us. Yeah. It's like, well, did you ever notice those creatures that threw their heads really <laughs> yeah. blue screened? That's just I, an odd scene. No. I was genuinely scared yeah, that of that scene when I was a kid. I, that is my, out and out, my absolute favourite movie, but that scared yeah. me out of me as a kid. crazy uh, scary. Maybe that's how come the TARDIS exists. Probably. That's almost certainly The TARDIS it. was just a tree and it evolved. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, I buy it. I'd steal it. I bet Redwood. It's meant to be like you would, but yeah, I'm drunk. You, you would would actually have been fine. Oh, damn it, it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to think of a good speech we can input here because I had a good, in my head it was a good idea.